Hey, hey, welcome to Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, the man behind Twitter's notorious Don Gunvalson and Lee Radswell, along with my co-hosts Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer. This week, we're diving into everything from Gwyneth Paltrow's courtroom victory, Reese Witherspoon's divorce, and Meghan Markle's PR, to the Vanderpump family sexual harassment lawsuit, and the PCP exclusive from inside this week's filming of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Greetings! Hi. <laughs> happy, happy April, y'all. That's right. And it's Pat, you know... Today's April 2nd, which was really good, because April 1st, April Fool's Day, really had me. I mean, it toys with your head when you're on Twitter, Instagram. You I just, just tried to stay everything, off. yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't believe anything. My friend, um, she texted us in the morning and was like, hey, I just I just bought a house. Or she put her offer was accepted. And so we're going back and, back and forth and then finally go, okay, wait, wait, wait. I just have to ask, is this an April Fool's joke? Even though it's like out of character for her, like she's not an mm. April Fool's person, but I was like, but then she would totally get us because she's not an April Fool's person. So but she was like, no, it's not. I was like, okay. Oh, oh, so she really did buy one? She really did. She really did buy a, a condo. So yeah. So yeah. Good well, for her. I'm now the only I, one in our friend group who doesn't own property. Woohoo! I only prank people in October just to throw them off. <laughs> but I move up. Should. I move around the day, so don't don't think you're going to guess the day this year. You will not. Mm. Just ignore me for the entire month of October. I ignore you most of the time. I should point. just be honest on April first because when you when you lie for a living like I do, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're telling the truth is the prank. Yeah. That's because I mean Twitter had some wild ones out there. Oh my God, Tamara Barney, Tam, what's her name now? Tamara Judge is so mean. Her, I, I mean, this a shout out, props to her for hers. It was like you guys, like you've been waiting. The RHOC trailer is here, and she put a screenshot of a video. So people sat there clicking the play button, oh. including myself. And I was like, that was really good. I was, I was impressed. Oh, that is good. I'm Clever. sad I missed Clever. that, but glad. <laughs> yeah. And I was reading the comments after just people like, I'm click. Like some people didn't get the joke. Took me a second, oh but there were people. Can you like repost? I'm clicking, but it's not working. Oh my gosh, those poor people. Mm, mm. Well, we all we all can't be smart, just like we all can't be rich or pretty. So <laughs> God gives us one strength, and that's it. Yeah, you know who else in the Bravo world pulled an April Fool's joke a little early? Raquel. Yep. Rachel? Yeah. Yeah. Rachel, Rachel, Raquel. Did you see? Like she didn't show up to the hearing yeah. for the she didn't show up. for the restraining order she had filed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't show up. Sheena did, which was good. And I guess I I heard part of Sheena's podcast right afterwards and apparently 
Raquel's lawyers had said that she wasn't going to show up, that she was dropping it. But she was like, I don't trust her. So I'm going to show up because what if like she's lying and she does show up and then I'm not there. Mm-hmm. And then that, there's a restraining order on me for seven years. She's like, no. Yeah. And then she, she was like, I mean, I applaud Sheena for also like, cause she came out and, and TMZ was there and she was on it. And the fact that like, she listed all these domestic violence, um, organizations that help women. She was like, these are organizations that, that help women and like the court shouldn't be tied up with these lies that, that Rachel was spewing and doing like, Mm -hmm. like there are people, there were people in there today that really needed help. And like, if you really want to help people, like here's some, here's some organizations. And I love her. Like she listed off like three or four of them. And I was like, good for you. Like that's a way to use like your celebrity and turn a shitty situation into not a good one, but to use Mm -hmm. it for good. I had wondered, like, my first thought was, and then I saw other people speculating. Um, I guess you just said that Raquel had said she's going to drop it and she won't show. But my first thought was, well, she doesn't want to perjure herself. Right. Because, you know, people have been online showing pictures of the the marks on her face from before that ever occurred and things like that. And it's one thing to get a temporary restraining order, but to, to, to then that's a police report, which, but then to go into court and testify, that's a whole other level. I mean, mm-hmm. she has, she has America rooting against her, but not yet the courts, <laughs> the justice system. So, yep. This might be a really dumb question, but in cases like that, is the courtroom considered like a buffer zone? Because could they be in the same room? Wouldn't that defy the restraining order? That's actually a good point. Yes, they mm-hmm. both are there. And that's a really that's a really big reason why a lot of times, um, more particularly women, but any person who's seeking a restraining order has a hard time going to court to pursue that re- that permanent restraining order because they have to be in the presence of um, their abuser or the person who's stalking them and the, stuff. Yeah. So that's really tough for them. Um, the so, accused yeah. has the right to confront the accuser. Mm-hmm. I think there's something like that. Yeah. So. so so yes, the both parties have to be there for it to to go through. Or, or at least, like the accuser has to be there. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so the plaintiff has to be there. So, yeah, um, yeah, and that's that. That makes it really hard a lot of times for for people to to get those to go through because it, it's terrifying. Like, especially if you've been yeah. stalked or abused or anything like that, to be like, I, now I have to be in the same room as this person. So, sure. yeah, yeah. Did they? Did she? This. Did she get the um, restraint? I wonder, it's hard to tell now whether Raquel's a gene, an evil genius or an idiot or life has been kind and she's just stumbled into this notoriety and stuff. But um, did she time the restraining, the temporary restraining order just enough to complicate the reunion? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. I think there, there are people who have different levels of intelligence or intelligence when it comes mm-hmm. to different things. And I think in a sense, Raquel might be an evil genius in that sense of like knowing mm-hmm. how to like maybe make stuff like that happen. And she also might've had a PR person or somebody else in her ear, even her sister. I don't know. I don't know. This is allegedly everything I just said, allegedly back there. 
Um, but yeah, like she definitely did that for the, for the reunion to complicate the reunion. So she wouldn't have to sit in the same room as Sheena um, mm-hmm. and to probably into she, but also this is the thing. I wouldn't call her an evil genius. I would call her a mastermind in a sense, because mm-hmm. if she was a genius, then she would have realized that like, you're already, you're going to get caught. Like with the whole thing with the pictures and the fact that the matter that she already has a dark spot there and she was trying to use that as like, her, you know, as pictures, as evidence, but that was a lie and everybody could see it was a lie. Like she, she wasn't smart enough to like, in a lot of ways, it kind of reminds me of like, sorry, because we're going to talk about it in a minute, but the Gwyneth Paltrow trial, because when they like brought Terry Sanderson up at the end and they were showing all the pictures of like, him going on all these vacations around the world. After he was riding a camel. He's like, he's going ziplining in Costa Rica. He's w- going to Machu Picchu. He's walking the Golden Trail. He's like going, all, like literally the man and then one of the jurors, the only juror who spoke so far was like, this man has been more places after this accident than I've been in my entire life. And then most people yeah. will go in their entire lives. And he's claiming that he is so injured and so incapacitated from this that his life has completely changed doesn't really look like it. So, so Raquel, Rachel's kind of in the same way of like, you're claiming all this stuff, but it doesn't look like, like everything. When you live your life in the public eye or honestly, which also means in this day and age, just having a social media account and you post on it, your life's out there to be seen. Like people can grab it. People can grab anything. So the thing, one of the things with Raquel that always trips me out, I know she's like, I think 28, right? 20. Mm -hmm. I believe she's 28 last I mean, last time she was on watch what happens live or something. And I, I I don't know, like, cause we're saying, is she an idiot? Is she genius? And we're talking about her social media. And I always think of her almost as like a teenager. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because she has that kind of like immaturity or like they call her a Bambi eyed bitch, mm-hmm. whatever. She has this childlike way about her where I'm like, well, you know, kids in high school need to learn. Social media is going to track you. And I'm like, oh, wait, she's almost like 30 and she's been on TV for like years. And she says that she's smart. She keeps talking about like all this stuff. Like that's the whole thing. That's why I think that she's more manipulative. That's a good way to put it. She's she's a manipulator and she knows how to manipulate things. And sure, she may not know how to do certain things, but that's because she doesn't want to know how to do certain things. So other people can do them for her. Like that's a manipulative tactic. And so I think that she is a manipulator. It's called something on something. What's the not intentional something incompetence. Oh, 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 weaponized incompetence. Yes. Usually it's used for men, but yeah, I would say that she probably has weaponized incompetence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And people baby her because, I mean, like I said, I still think of her as like a teenager. Well, and apparently, of- apparently when she broke up with James, like Sheena let her live in her house and let her sleep, like didn't let her sleep in her bed, but apparently then Raquel had sex in Sheena's bed. And Sheena didn't rip her a new one or kick her out of that. Like, I would have kicked her out of my house. I've been like, you had mm. sex in my, like, you have your own room with your own bed. And that's fine if you have sex in it. Like, get your, get it on, girl. That is fine. But like, you had sex in my bed and you didn't, you had sex in my bed. And then you didn't even wash the sheets. Change. She didn't yeah. change the sheets. Like, that's disgusting. And again, that's weaponized incompetence. That's, that's 
that's pushing a boundary. She's seeing what boundaries, and Grant, I think we've talked about this before, how Sheena doesn't have any boundaries. Hopefully she's going to start to get some more. Well, I think she's been growing. I think she's getting more, but like she, like there, I mean, so she was pushing boundaries. I think she's always kind of pushing boundaries with people. I think the one person who she never could push boundaries with was Lala. Lala saw her. Lala saw Lala her. Knew. And the thing How is, old is Lala? Are they like the same age? No, Lala's Lala's, Lala's like thirty one, maybe. I think she's like thirty two, thirty three. So there's oh, not a big age like, difference though. I mean, that's right. like we're talking like four three I would say between right, no, three and five years. In the spec in the group, they would be closer in age than mm-hmm. say. So I'm saying she could they're more of the same generation. Mm-hmm. They she Lala could see her for what she was. Yeah. Yeah. And, but yeah. I think I think sometimes Lala's delivery just is what turned people off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Lala a lot Lala's a lot of times what I feel is like um she's a she's like the myth of Cassandra who is destined to see the future but and tell people but they wouldn't believe her. So like yeah, I still don't like I still don't feel like Lala's been I I've been reading about that a lot. People saying even if they've been vindicated, who do they hate this? And it's always Katie and Lala. They're like, even if they're right, we can't stand them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's well, true. Katie's, uh, Katie, I mean, I've never been, I don't know if there are Katie stands. Maybe there are. But, I think there are. you know, I mean, I don't hate her, but I just, I'm like, I don't want to be in. A lot of people are like, I wouldn't want to party with her. She's mm-hmm. like, she like sucks the energy out of a room. And then Lala, Lala's in my eyes, I get the, (laughs) like mother and daughter. She's like the Erica Jane of the group. I don't like Erica. I find her obnoxious. Well, the obnoxious isn't why, but you know that I like that. But the um, hypocrisy and she's this, you know, married with this guy for tons of money, for the money, and then wants our sympathy afterwards when, only when the money dries up mm-hmm. and they think they're really hard, like really tough. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you're like a white girl in Balenciaga telling these people like, I'm from the street, you know, I will come for you. Yep. So, yeah, no. So I get that, which is weird. Cause people are like Raquel first. Cause everyone has to hate Raquel. And then, and then they're like Katie and Lala, even though they haven't done that much wrong. We just don't like them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Agreed. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> that's why the only person I really like from that show, it, like I said, Erica and Lala to me are like mother and daughter. Danielle Staub and Kristen Doty to me are like the same person within their show. <laughs> And I root for them both. Oh my gosh. I know they're toxic and horrible, uh, probably, probably nightmares, but I love them and I appreciate what they bring. I think Kristen. They're misunderstood. Kristen Doty has way more redeeming values than uh, Danielle Staub. (laughs) They kind of look alike. I mean, I don't know. Same bill. I don't know what it is, but the same way I can look at Erica and Lala and be like, cut from the, they're cut from the same cloth. Mm-hmm. Not calling Kristen Doty 
a prostitution whore or anything like that. I'm just saying the hatred they got from their cast and the audience in their early seasons. And now I'm like, I miss, I miss those days. We didn't know what we had till it was gone. Oh, we were so innocent. Well, let's talk about the Paltrow trial. Let's talk about the Paltrow trial, I say, since I already brought uh, it up. It's our weekly it, it, Gwyneth Paltrow segment. Uh, the, yes. I guess it's our last. Don't say that. <laughs> She's going to do it something exciting, exciting next week. Yeah, she won. Congrats, congrats. She won her dollar plus legal fees. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, 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 the biggest takeaway was the four greatest. She's created the the new greatest four world in, four word insult of the "I wish you well," where she at the end of the trial she was caught leaning in to uh, hit the doctor Sanderson, whatever the hell his name is, and walking out of court saying "I wish you well," which is like the you know it's it, that is the cutting equivalent of a bless your heart. It really it is yeah. just it is just ice. It's a holistic it's the holistic version of Bless Your Heart. It, it's the title of a, one of my favorite songs. It's a complete banger and that I use a lot of times in spin class as my finale song. And it's called I Wish You Well. And it's uh Sigala with uh, Becky Hill. And it's an amazing, amazing song. And I highly recommend people listen to it. Um, is it that one that's like, gonna wish you well, gonna wish you well? I don't know the name of it, but I don't think. No, keep going. Keep going. Maybe it's I wish you hell. Yeah. I'll hope you find a man that's worth a damn and treats you well. No, this is this is different. This is like a song you hear in like Hollister circa mid 2000s. Like, I have to find. Will it play? Sure. I don't know if you guys can hear it. I don't know. Wait, is this person litigious? Like, yeah, I don't should know. We be, should we be listening to this? I don't know. Well, if I play oh. it just a small bit, then it won't. Then we won't. Then we'll be. Oh yeah, I know that song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that song. Okay. That song. The one, it's so good. The one, the one I'm thinking of is All American Rejects Gives You Hell. <laughs> you were so close. You were so close. I knew so the, close. there were words that rhymed. I don't know. Yeah. But I, but that song, that I Wish You Well song is basically a breakup song. And so mm-hmm. to, for, and I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, Gwyneth has probably been listening to Apple's music. And I don't mean Apple music. I mean Apple's music. Yeah. yeah. And probably heard that bangers on on trips and probably was like, I wish, yeah, I do. I wish you well, Terry Sanderson. What, I wish a, you well. And he even, I mean, what a gut punch. He just lost his ridiculous trial. Uh, I mean, granted, he lost a dollar plus legal fees. Although the legal fees, the legal aren't, fees at- aren't nothing. At this point, I can imagine what the lead. I know seven years years of Gwyneth Paltrow's lawyers. Yeah, and And like I don't know which firm is hers. Like they deposed so many people. The amount of experts that they had, and he's got to pay his own legal fees too. Yeah, I mean he could be out. Honestly, and let's not buy the let's not buy his lead lawyer who was a who 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 was just a just a simple country lawyer. Like that's the guy kept saying, I'm just a simple country lawyer. It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. You were not. Yeah. I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> like you may be yeah. from outside of Salt Lake City, but you're not a simple country lawyer when you took up this case. 
So yeah, that was fun though. I mean, it was good. I didn't watch it play, but what I enjoyed was just like the highlight reels of like Gwyneth Paltrow's look. She made some weird faces. Mm-hmm. She uh, wore some nice outfits. I like your outfits. It's really, yeah. Her faces. Yeah. I go with the faces with any of them. I kind of felt the same way with like the Johnny Depp trial. Because like, we don't know the faces that we make. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When we're not being taped and we're just sitting there, like we don't know what faces we make. So when people are like, when people like give harsh criticisms, I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. Like, let's, oh no, let's but there were cam- some like where she kind of looked amused. Oh yeah, I found yeah. But but some of the trolls, like the trolly stuff that people would say, you know, about people, and I'm just like, eh, just just stop it, just stop. I'm to be honest, I'm still kind of disappointed she won though, <laughs> only because in my head, this I told you guys like I think last episode, I'm picturing her on trial. I was like, she's going in prison, like, like yeah. she. Prison, and I would have kind of loved to see her go to prison. <laughs> no, I. It would be. I mean, like we had Martha Stewart. Like yeah, this in my head. Again, yeah, yeah, in my head, this was the Martha Stewart trial all over again. And so I was kind of hoping for that kind of satisfaction. You you might still get it. It just might be another ten years down the line when we find out that yeah. she's really been embezzling. Yeah, she can or, still or commit crimes. She has plenty yeah. of time. Plenty. I mean, look at a simple mug shot. I bet she would have done a really nice mug shot. That would look mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Yeah, like like you know the celebrities with really nice mug shots. Like mm-hmm. uh, Nicole Richie had the bangs. Mm-hmm. The She'd had like an early bangs. Lindsay mug shot, you know. Mm-hmm. The blonde Lindsay yeah. mug shot, even though her eyes yeah. were clearly glossy, I thought she looked pretty good in that. Paris's exactly. mug shot was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was. <laughs> My friend was once at the Santa Monica DMV when Paris came in to renew her license. This was like at the height of her fame. I'm not talking about in reference to the case. I mean, the actual, um, the actual, this was like mid 2000, whatever. El Pointo is, they let her take her, choose her photo. They let her choose her license photo and they, they let her cut the line. Like she came in, like, and so I'm sure that went over very well. I'm sure everybody else in line just loved that. Yeah. Santa she might be listening. So shout out to Milana, Michelka. <laughs> they might, they were told, I, I think I, yeah. Um, Santa Monica DMVB, they let her pick her. That's not a mug shot, but if you're a celebrity like that, you do get pick your license photo. They let her retake it. Yeah, my license right. photo. I'm a hundred pounds heavier, and I had nicked my eyebrow. I look. No one but a TSA agent will ever see that <laughs> picture. I'm too lazy to go to the DMV to retake it, but I also don't worry. We'll don't have that. Ever. We're gonna leak that onto the social soon. Don't worry, you'll be able to see it. Yeah, no, it's one of the ugliest ones I've ever seen. <laughs> Speaking of uh, no, I don't even. Wow, know no, that now. would have that would have not been good. No, no, <laughs> you could have. But as I say, well, it's not ugly because it seems very amicable. Sadly, Reese Witherspoon is also in a divorce. Also, I don't know recent recent Gwyneth overlap. I think same like target, same target audience, same demographic, but she's divorcing for the second time. Yeah. Jim Toth. After 12 years. 
I'm like, I my favorite thing to come from that marriage is the the DUI. Where, where they <laughs> caught her on camera wasted on the yeah. side of the road oh. yelling, do you know who I am? Yeah, 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 yeah I, oh, forgot, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. See, that's she, what I she like need, Gwyneth needs she, a DUI. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Yes, that would be, that would be good. Um, yeah, wasn't, wasn't uh, Reese like originally charged with something? She wasn't driving, Jim was driving. Uh, but, yeah, but like, she, she was, was like, charged um, with some sort of like being belligerent. Like and like interfering with yeah, the like obstruction, yeah, something. But yeah. I think those charges were dropped. But it was just a very funny charge to have. Yeah, especially for her, she's wholesome. I wonder. If, I've been wondering if she's. Uh, I wonder, wondering if she's like a mon. I don't know much about her. Yes, behind the camera, the, is she a monster yes. behind the scenes? Yeah. Really? Yeah, you would. You would be not not terribly surprised. But uh, there was a number of uh, America's sweethearts in that era that uh, not sweethearts. Yeah, not, not at all. The only one who I can legit say not, uh, that that is absolutely a sweetheart was Sandra Bullock. The other one is mm. not not as much. But yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's Reese is like Reese is like rumored to be the wealthiest actress ba- based on her other things like production. So I mean to make it that far. You have well, yeah, she sold. She had her her Hello Sunshine production company that she sold two years. Well, and and there seems he ha- he was part of it too. So I don't know what kind of stake he had in it, but she mm-hmm. sold it to um, a private equity firm called Blackstone Group. And nobody oh, knows exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, nobody knows exactly how much she sold it for, but the company was valued at nine hundred million. So at the yeah. very minimum, she made several hundred million off of that. Um, yeah, I saw but, some. I saw some projections that she's worth like four hundred mil or something. Some massive number. They 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 had a prenup. Um, so, but but if they were in joint in that, then who knows what what's going on there. It's just funny, like, so he was a, um, if people don't really know much about Jim Toth, he was a, an agent when they first started dating, um, very, like, at CAA, and he had, like, really big clients, like uh, Scarlett Johansson, Matthew McConaughey, um, so a very well-known agent, but she even said, and, like, friends of theirs said, like, what attracted her to him was that he was, like, very stable and dependable, basically the opposite of what she had just gotten out with, with uh, Ryan Phillippe. Because he was just mm-hmm. like a, his, their entire marriage was a shit show. Because Brian, I love him. Well, I don't know if I, I love him as an actor. I don't know if I love him as a person. But like that, he's just a shit show. So like Jim Toth was supposed to be the, the, the stabilizing one. But uh, I guess that that kind of took a turn at some point because uh, he he decided to uh, quit his job at CAA and um, join Quibi. Like, do you remember Quibi? It was the very, that was, very short-lived um, mm-hmm. app. It was yeah. a brief stream, yeah, like an app with very short videos. Yeah, it, it was. was it was like long-form vines, but yeah, it was short. It's short-form video, and it was like backed by Jeffrey Katzenberg. Quality. Yeah, right. Yeah, like high production yeah. quality. It was like going to be like series, but like three minutes episodes yeah like three to, three to ten minutes on your phone like you were not it was not meant to be watched even on a computer it was meant for your phone and the, the quib, quibby was short for quick bites 
And oh, it, is that yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's and Jer- yeah, they, they raised, burn through hundreds of millions in a matter almost, of like the. I don't even think it lasts in a, a month or two. No, it was I mean, it, it, it. They went public, um, or that it went. It started in April of 2020, and it was uh, shelved by December. So it did last uh, okay. like half a year. But yeah, big time grand opening, grand closing vibes. Um, and yeah, and and he. They they said that might have been the beginning of the end for their wed for their marriage because he like left this very stable, you know, very lucrative job at CAA, decided to jump in to be like an executive at Quibi. It was a total failure. It, by some accounts, they lost you know ten million dollars maybe like uh, on that, and um, and then yeah, and then after that, evidently he just took a turn. He went from like stable, responsible guy to just tech bro like he what are some of the things that they said he was having like a midlife crisis where all of a sudden he just started wearing like chunky jewelry and, no. and getting he got tattoos and he was dressing like i mean probably dressing at hollister from the mid 2000s like he just completely <laughs> cool. changed and, and evidently because reese witherspoon from what i gather from everything i know about her is that she is tracy flick for election. Yes. Like that's not a, oh, that wasn't okay. a character. She, she is that. Mm-hmm. So so that's why Ryan, I can see why she and Ryan Philippi like how that whole thing. Well, that whole thing started on Cruel Intentions, but I can see how that would be like a very passionate. And they were so young. Like she had so Ava young. when she was twenty three. Like they, they were young when they got married. Um, Ava. She's her, really her smart. She went to Stanford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she's really. I mean, like, she's basically Elle Woods and Tracy Flick as one person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yet, like, so, you know, so I can totally see Jim Toth having this midlife crisis where he goes from wearing suits all the time to wearing, like, puka necklaces, puka shell necklaces. I can see why that would annoy the hell out of her. Oh, God, this sounds like one of her rom-coms. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, just mash up Sweet Home Alabama and, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, she's going to end up with, like, the, her, her childhood best friend, Josh Lucas, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's this. Yeah, I was wondering about it too because we don't. They say it's very amicable, and that there was a prenup but, in place and all that. But stuff. don't they always say that? I mean, how yeah. rare? I mean, unless it's so very not amicable that um, it, you know it's in the pre, You know, they're in the public, being like very like fighting with each other and everything. Well, I'm waiting for that next. See, I'm thinking because like he he left his career, and he kind of tanked. Well, she's still thriving, and I'm thinking he's going to bust the Kelly Clarkson. This could be our next trial since we're still we need a new hit. Our next chasing the Gwyneth Dragon. Yep, he's going to want her to retire him out. They have a child together. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have her earning power, and his earning power seems to have tanked. That he's going to want to move to like a solar farm in Atherton or something. She'll have to pay the like three hundred thousand dollar a month mortgage and keep him in his in his non Hollywood multi jillionaire lifestyle. Mm-hmm. He's accustomed to smart. I don't know how well that plays out, but. I imagine if, like, you do see your if you do see your marriage ending and one's far wealthier than the other, tanking your career so that they have to pay you out more. Genius, genius. I don't know if that's how it works, but yeah, 
And he could say he gave up his career for her to support her. I don't know. I just don't imagine. Maybe, I don't know if it's, I don't know if I want to see her as miserable as Gwyneth. <laughs> I want to see a trial again. I want to see a trial. You want to see, you want to see a rich, a rich blonde actress with, yeah. with the same like dour look on their face. <laughs> I think we all do. In the end, I mean, I'm not saying she has to lose and pay him out, but it is uh, like Kelly Clarkson's accent. Kelly Clarkson won, and I was rooting for her. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We were all rooting for her. That's- we all root for Kelly Clarkson because we love yeah. Kelly Clarkson. Because Kelly Clarkson is America's, she is truly America's sweetheart. Mm-hmm. She is an angel yeah. here on earth. I mean, yeah. that woman is so sweet. Like, I, I don't think you've ever heard anybody say anything bad about her. Like, right. people right. love no, her. Like, she's she's a good person. People who work for her, she's a good person. People who work on their show, she's say that she's a great person. So, I'm, yeah. I'm still holding out hope that she and Justin Garini get, ba- get back together. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Old school, old school. Because <laughs> they had such chemistry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Great. One of the greatest movies. Movies of all time that they're oh my god their on-screen chemistry just popped off the screen and frankly he could use a bump I mean he does do those uh that he does the diet Pepsi doctor, commercial the Dr. Dr. Pepper. Pepper diet Dr Pepper commercial diet Dr Pepper he's yeah he's uh I forget the character's name the it's little, like little it's supposed to be Prince yeah yeah it's oh absolutely. Right. The, absolutely yeah and it's funny how many people don't realize I mean God at this point people not might not even remember who Justin Greeny is no. uh, but it's also funny the people that don't realize that's him. Because it doesn't really look like him. Not that you've seen him in 15 years. Well, that, he's pretty lucky then because, I mean, it's like his whatever. He was a runner up yeah. on early American Idol. So, first like, season. Very first. first, yeah. So, there could have been a point where he could have been like a total celebrity rehab wash up loser. But no, he rode the wave to where he went back into kind of anonymity, but I guess he has some talent and now he could work again without playing himself. This is legit just work. Mm-hmm. Acting, musician kind of work. Not yeah. attached. They're not saying these are, they're not saying Pepsi starring Justin Guarini. So, you know, it's good for him is what I'm again? saying. Say it again. Guarini? <laughs> Guarini? <laughs> I barely enough. remember. Close yeah. Enough. So, no, no, what I'm saying is it's good for him. He's working. I mean, he's yes. got national like, commercials. Like, yes. yeah. Yeah. It's good money. He's, he's, a, he's basically a spokesperson on a national, for a national commercial. So it's great. Well, should we talk about another divorcee who's coming on up? <laughs> she, she coming Megan on up. Markle? Yeah. Ms. Megan Duchess. Markle. She may not be blonde, but, you know, she is a duchess. Except I root for her. Yeah, of course, you, of course you do. Obviously, you do. I root for her. I, I with uh, like people like Reese and Reese and Gwyneth. They kind of like their like smug privilege for some reason irritates me, which is odd for me because I like that yeah. stuff. Yeah. But Megan, I love. I just I cherish her. Yeah. Queen. You well, she queen. apparently. She has some Tracy Flick like aspirations. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is all working together so well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she, um, they, people that actually didn't really notice it, I guess, um, their foundation. Is it, it Archwell or Archiewell? I don't know. Archwell. 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 Yeah. I knew there was yeah. an E in there. Yeah. They, um, 
they I think they it's had pronounced to, just Archwell. Is it yeah, Archwell? Probably is. Okay. Yeah, 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 that's why I wasn't quite Archwell. sure. Um, he is weird. The yeah, people noticed uh, they a uh, tax disclosure form for the foundation from 2021, so from from two years ago. Um, a number of uh, donate uh, uh, funds spent by the foundation for PR work. Uh, it was from two firms um, that they claimed was strategic support for social impact PR. But one mm-hmm. of those two firms um, that they they paid $110,000 for services was called um, KLS Strategic Advisors. The KLS mm-hmm. is, uh, I'm sorry, KMS, excuse me. It's, um, it basically stands, uh, no, KLS, sorry. But one of the founders. No, 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 uh, it's K. Katie McCormick, yeah, Levfeld or Le- something. Yeah, but so is it K M? What? Yeah, it's K M L S A. That's it. That's it. Okay, K- I can. I can Katie McCormick, I, you know what? Like, I can talk real good today. I talk right. Yes, Katie McCormick, Lelefeld, Leleveld. You God, talk pretty uh, one day. I will talk pretty one day. Yes, that was uh, the KLS Strategic Advisors, which was only of note. Um, because she, that PR firm works with a lot of politicians. So it has mm-hmm. a very, very big, like, um, the, uh, in fact, Katie, the, the K in the KLS, um, she was Michelle Obama's press secretary for about four years. So, and, and she, they've, they've worked for John Kerry and Hillary Clinton. So them, the, this caught people's eyes that, that they, that, Archwell would be spending money on this type of PR because it gets people thinking like, is Megan going to try to run for office of some kind? Cause that's mm-hmm. sort of been a rumor for a little bit. I mean, it, it's also entirely possible. She was, I mean, they, those two could use some PR. So all the PR firms that they possibly could use. So it's, it's, enti- it's entirely possible. It's unrelated, but now people are thinking, does she want to run for some sort of office? I mean, like they could use that. There's a, they could use that kind of PR though, regardless, because they're not just, I know they're like, well, she's in, they moved to California and they're celebrities, but they're, they're on the world stage and like they come, he's a royal. So it's different than someone putting out a page six story. You know what I mean? This isn't housewives or actors and actresses. They do need someone with that kind of skill. It's, they're inter, they're on the international stage, and they're considered and philanthropists the, or world leader. You know, and they're on even the more film. more under the microscope than than even when. I mean, it's almost you can make the argument he's more of a, under a microscope now than he was when he was a single royal. You yeah, know, like they kind of let him get away with so much shit before, like the like the partying in Vegas and all that. But now everything he does, even though he's not a member of the family anymore, so yeah, you would need Pete, you know, publicist on on standby at all times. Yeah, but like also this because they're saying, well, this these people work with politicians, uh, so are they looking into politics? But I mean, they're kind of in the political realm by him by birth. So I mean, it's not. But no, someone who manages housewife headlines. But they no, but I'm, I'm going to I'm going to quibble with you on that real quick, though. Technically, the royals are not supposed to be involved in politics. They're supposed to be apolitical. Well, especially no, the head but of state. But they're, yeah. but they're, they're they are it's a it's a you know constitutional monarchy there. So they don't rule you know when it comes to like laws and stuff like that. And so they're they're just seen as a titular head. So they're not supposed to get involved politically. So. The thing is, though, since he has left, though, he has taken more political stances. 
since he's left well, the also, family and moved. Also, I so, just but that's like, not what he grew up in. But now he has. But I'm going to say this now. He's allowed to have a voice about it. So I can see, like, with her and her activism, and his and his activism, and him now being able to have a political voice for himself. I could see them having that definitely. Oh well, I also PR. just mean like the, you, they said she represented Michelle Obama. Um, we know Michelle Obama from the White House. We know Harry from a palace. So I just mean it's not managing like housewives and TMZ. Just that it's it's a, there's a certain niche of celebrity I guess they occupy. So I don't know if it means they're running for public office. I just also think that this firm represents people like them, which is mm-hmm. world leaders or I mean I don't know amazing. who else they represent. So I, I tried finding that out by the way. And um and this is why I have such a strong opinion about it. Because they're not on IMDB Pro because they don't represent <laughs> actors and no. reality stars. And I was so puzzled by it. I was like, what do you mean? And then I started thinking, well Outside my very shallow bubble, there are celebrities of substance with like world roles. And that that's what I meant. These people have a role on the world stage mm-hmm. that's different, that doesn't just come from celebrities. So that's well, why corporate yeah. publicists and you know, and there's mm-hmm. also rich people publicists, like billionaires have publicists and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. the worst they do, so they would be using publicists more like that. I absolutely agree. Like they would not be using a Hollywood publicist. So yeah, not the yeah. ones we quote on here anonymously. <laughs> nope. <laughs> or hint at, no. Yeah. How, how great would it be if somehow like down the line, she found her way like into the white house, you know, elected president and our first husband would be a former British Royal. It'd be like full circle of life from 250 years ago. It'd be awesome. No, how they're back in the white people. house, baby. What, so would that, what would she be titled? Pr- pr- Madam President. Madam, no, no but, but she I, keeps I the Duchess, full- right? Wait, no, I, I'm yeah. very confused about their titles. I know they drop yeah. the her the HRM um, title, but is she still a Duchess? Yes. So she is still the Duchess of Sussex. Like that title so. still exists. So she would be Madam President, Duchess of Sussex. That would be awesome. I would love. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Like, how would Lee Radswell tweet about it? What would her full name be? President Meghan Markle Windsor, Duchess. <laughs> I would die. No, but um, I don't know her. Re- I don't know her citizenship status. Did she have to relinquish America? It's easily so. Google. I forgot. So she kept hers. Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty I sure. She I don't remember her ever. Because, no, I just wondered if she had to relinquish American citizenship to marry into that family or if she has dual now. I don't, I don't know. I That's think we all. would probably hear something if she had to relinquish it. Do you know what I mean? Like, True. Because be, their move here dual. was pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. need someone. So maybe she has dual citizenship. Yeah. I don't know what it takes to marry in that family. So Not much. Not much. <laughs> It's easy breezy. Like, it's, yeah. haven't you noticed how easy it is? It's very peaceful. Very <laughs> peaceful. It's a very peaceful transition. It's a very easy family to be a part of. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, just, you just like shake some hands and make some curtsies. And oh my God. 
We're the right fascinator. Wait, Lil- Lily Bat's an American citizen. Yeah. Well, by birth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, she is. That's weird. So the women in that family are citizens, mm-hmm. but the boys necessarily aren't. Lola Bet's an anchor baby. <laughs> but she's didn't yeah. weren't didn't they just decide that she didn't Charles decide that they the kids get to get they they do get the princess, get their princess titles. titles. So she's a mm-hmm. princess anchor baby. Anchor princess. Yeah. She's an anchor princess. Anchor princess. The she's best guys. The way they are the direct, they are grandchildren of the reigning king, so they become prince and princess, pretty much. I have to say, I am. I think I was a little disappointed that they wanted titles for their children because, yeah, because it seemed to go against kind of like you know why they moved here and and some of that stuff because i also think about like like princess anne her children don't have titles and they're you know they were actually the first princess uh i mean queen elizabeth's first grandchildren and and princess anne and her ex-husband decided that they didn't want to give their children titles because they didn't want them to have that i, I think do you know what I mean? Because if you want I that title, then you, you have to have certain things. You have to do certain things. I, I get what you mean with like the move here was to get away with get away from it and stuff. But on the other hand, um I believe royal titles are through your father's line. So technically Princess Anne Princess Anne's husband, their father, wasn't titled. So they would Prince Harry is it's, a it's prince. To, it's, when it comes to when it comes to the Queen's kids, it didn't matter. It was it was their decision. It was like Deci- it, was, it was. But like Anne's if it's decision. descended from a male, it's automatic, right? When it comes to with the a head woman, of state, it's a it choice. If it if this was a if this was just like not Queen Elizabeth's kid and grandchildren, then it wouldn't matter. But if it was that, didn't matter. But if it from what I understand, I could be wrong. But from what I understand. It didn't matter. That didn't matter because it was Queen Elizabeth's grandchildren. So they were entitled mm-hmm. to a prince or princess title. So they could they could have that no matter what. But even the, though they were Anne's kids, doesn't matter that it didn't come through a male line. Because because if it has to come through a male line, then there shouldn't be any prince or princesses because the queen is the queen. She's female. That's, that's a good point. So it doesn't but matter. But I think but I think I'm not sure. It's so confused. We're going to have these. Okay, there's this. I just, I know for 100% Twitter fa- called Royalists, and they freak me out, and they're <laughs> yeah, going to they, eat us alive. They are. They, but they, I know, they, they no, know I know for 100% these, like, fact that, that Anne and Mark Tyndall did not want their children to have titles, and they chose not to have titles, that they had an option. To ha- they at least had the option for their children to have titles. Right. They said yeah. no. No, they could have been had they chosen. But I think when your father, I think when it comes to your father's line, okay, here's the way I'd put it. When it comes to your father's line, you are one until you say no. When it comes to your mother's line, like Anne's, you aren't one until they say yes. Do you get what I, I and I'm guessing I know, I know, here, I know, I'm not I, know, I totally, extra. I totally get what yeah. you're saying. Um, because I, I think, like, like, by assumption, if it's from your father's line, then you get there's a there's a whole. I read a lot of royal tweets, and they scare me. So, 
You guys have your Swifties and stuff that you fear. Have you ever been chewed out by like royal fanatics on all the, either side? Not the aisle. I, either side of the pond? I don't know what you'd call it. The pond. They're, sure. They're, they're, they're very, either side of the palace moat. Either way. <laughs> I guess we should talk about another royal family. Yes. They're British. They have they have a lot of jewelry, a lot of dogs. Yeah, I guess Pandora is like the Princess Anne of the Vander of the Vanderpump Queendom. <laughs> <laughs> you guys saw the news about that's been like circulating today, right? Yep. That um, Jason Sabo. I don't know why they use his last name. They should call, he should call himself Jason Vanderpump, but it's, it's, uh, Pandora. I'm sorry, I'm blanking here. It's LVP's son-in-law, the guy who married Pandora. He's been accused of sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, harassment. Been- I was going to say assault. I don't want to know. No, he's been accused. Well, the, Basically, she's suing the Palm Bay International Inc., which is the, which is the, um, um, which is the corporation that runs Vanderpump Wines. Apparently, yeah, it's like an alcohol distributor that has one of the brands that they manage or distribute is um or is Vanderpump's wine and stuff, and she got a. It sounds yeah, like she, she was, got him a job in this. It's like a Nepo thing. Yeah, I mean, he's well, a, he's yeah, a Vanderpump brand sales. Yeah, yeah, he's like a brand sales manager for. He works within this distributor managing Vanderpump Wines. Mm-hmm. And she so was, a, and this woman is a field sales manager for Palm Bay, and she says it was so a he toxic, was, sexist work atmosphere. And she was repeatedly sexualized, propositioned for sex, made to feel uncomfortable, and treated adversely because of her sex. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, I read, like, at first I didn't believe it. I thought it was an April Fool's. But then they showed the court documents. Yeah, that's what I'm looking like at real. right now. It's like- the thing with them, is, do they, okay, so it says, you know, oh, this is what, what did it say? Something like, it was on these work trips in Florida. He would, you know, meet her for dinner and drinks and things like that. And he'd tell you, you're lucky to be seen with me. I'm considered a celebrity. Mm-hmm. That's really obnoxious. But um, Oh, you would use that line in a second. I should use it now. Why <laughs> <Yeah>. not? <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm, kind of a big, I'm kind of a big deal online. <laughs> no, but um, so he did that. But then what he did, this is where I don't know how far it went. Because then it it did say two things. Eventually, he started pressuring her, saying, not just dinner and drinks, come up to my hotel room. Yeah. And the other thing was he only had these nights out with her when, when LVP and Pandora weren't in town. Mm-hmm. Get it? So this wasn't like he only reached out to her when he was alone and he was pressuring her. But what they don't say is what I didn't follow. Did she go to the hotel room and did they hook up? I don't. It kind of leaves it out. Like it's like a cliffhanger. I'm like, tell me more. (laughs) 
Well, like, that might come out in court. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it all is. But she's, she sees like one, two, three, four, four. There's like four men at least. Yeah, four men that she that she mentions. Like mm-hmm. a couple more brand managers for for different, you know, uh, liquors, wines that they represented, yeah. and another is like her direct supervisor there at Palm Bay. And yeah, it's it's pretty. It's pretty. So, I, I'm not gonna say like in all honesty, it's not. It's, it's not, it's sadly not surprising. And, and also cause I worked in, I worked in non-alcoholic beverages. Um, and I had been warned before, and this is like 20 years ago, but I had been warned before, you know, cause you could go work in alcoholic beverages, but the sexism would be even more bad, more bad, be even worse. Excuse you me. You talk good too. <laughs> I'm I know, still beating myself up over KLS strategic um, <laughs> advisor. Please let's 10 not go back ago. there. <laughs> yeah, but um, but they were like, I know some women there were like, you can make a lot more money. They're like, but there's a lot more like sexual harassment stuff you have to deal with. I mean, I had already been told, and I was working in non-alcoholic beverages. I was working in like fruit juices, like apple juice, cranberry juice, orange juice. That like I might have to go to like strip clubs to like you know, to to wine and dine you know, potential like clients and stuff like that or distributors, or I was specifically not allowed to go to certain work things because they were like at a strip club or something like that. So then that keeps you out of the, like, it's not, it's like, you can't just go to freaking dinner, like and have a work meeting. Mm-hmm. It has to be at a strip club. Like it was, it was very interesting. Yeah. My distributor here in LA, the, the guys who ran it were fucking assholes so bad the managers there were so sexist it was it was terrible two of my favorite guys that i rode with they were great guys they were they were great and they hated i was like you guys are too good for this place and we're all too good for this place but you know but um but this poor woman was like working for the distributor in a sense like she worked for the district i was just a brand manager in a sense i was a brand rep so and I had to deal with that sexism. She's working at the distributor and has had, has had to deal with them. So Jason is just one of many that, but he, but the fact that like he is using his celebrity, that he's a celebrity and she should feel, you know, feel good, feel privileged. He, he would be considered a celebrity and would be privileged to go with him. Well, I, oh, I Hinkle mean, was- did go with him. Hold on. Here it is. Hinkle did go with him. So during, yeah. okay, here's, here it is. During Sabo's first night in Florida, he and Hinkle went to dinner and had wine. Sabo proceeded to invite Hinkle to his hotel room with some added pressure that he was considered a celebrity and Hinkle would be privileged to go with him. Hinkle did go with him. Ooh. See, I mean, it just goes off into the sunset there. She did go with him. So you know what that means, then? That's just interesting. Yeah. I mean, um... Pandora's often been kept out. Like yeah. we had Max, her we had her son Max on the show, a little bit in the mix on Vanderpump Rules and Beverly Hills. But on Vanderpump Rules, he was partying and he was like a friend of the cast. Mm-hmm. Pandora's always been on a pedestal. She's mm-hmm. their little princess. The most we ever got out of her was a wedding, her mm-hmm. fantasy wedding. Yeah. So I mean, for her like kind of fairy tale 
They're America's William and Kate. <laughs> Beverly. Ew. In the Bravo world. And um, I don't know. Mm. He was doing it on his mother-in-law's dime. Of course he was. Of course, I think he's yeah. been doing everything on his mother-in-law's dime. I think she probably paid for his hair transplant too. So yeah, go. Yeah, he had those. Mm-hmm. He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it sucks now because they have a kid, you know. So that, and now prince. this is all out, now this is all out in public too. So it's mm-hmm. it, you know it's one thing to find out that your husband's been cheating on you. It's just another thing, just like with Ariana. Like it's another thing when it's completely out in the public like this, and this is just. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. And I don't mean for her. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's heartbreaking. You feel like everybody's looking at you and talking about you. And that's just, that really sucks. That's, I feel sorry for her. Everyone's podcasting about you. Yep. (laughs) We're all talking about it. (laughs) We're all giving our opinions about it. (laughs) Oh, speaking of Beverly Hills, I have a fun one. Mm. I have a fun one. It's a PCP exclusive straight from this week's filming Ooh. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I have some, I, I hate those terms inside. I hate those terms tea, spilling, like tea or scoop. I mean, people use scoop, people. I don't know what we call it. A line, like st- snort the piece. <laughs> we got the line on Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah, I like that. We have the line. Get ready to snort the line on Beverly <laughs> There we go. We're starting a new yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so at the, this week, uh, Sutton hosted a party. It's a fourth anniversary party for her Sutton boutique. I think it's called the Sutton concept. And all the housewives were there, um, including some newbies. Uh, there's the wife, I forget, I think her name's Anne Marie. She's the wife of Marcellus Wiley, who's a retired, big, NFL player. Mm-hmm. I think and he does radio. Comedy. He does radio too. Yeah, and she's rumored to be uh, being considered full time. And I did look her up. She lives down the street from Kyle. Like mm-hmm. same, same. Na- she lives in that. She lives in the neighborhood where half you know that little part of Encino, Beverly. And Sino, yeah, she lives on Long Island Street. There's no difference. There's no difference. Yeah, yeah. And so that that'd be cool. I saw her photograph. Kim was there. Um, you saw a lot of housewives. But Sutton, here's where it gets good. Sutton and Kyle are going out at this season. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I guess with let's see, you have Rena Al with the picture. I was trying to figure out how this dynamic works. Because Sutton and Kyle are not Yes, Sutton and Kyle are not getting along. I'm like, where does Crystal stand in this? Because I guess she's back, but she never really liked Sutton. Never and her obviously never clicked after that tower thing. But Kyle and Crystal never seemed to really click either. So I don't know whose side she'll take on. But so what I heard, what went down, is that this is going to be part a big part of Sutton's storyline coming up. Her ex-husband is moving away. I think he lives he lives in SoCal, I believe. Um, he's in he works for major finance and he's being transferred to Europe. And so her story on camera right now is how heartbroken she is that they remain so close and that they've been co-parents and partners and it was so amicable. She's like going to miss him so much, not having him a phone call or a drive away. Mm-hmm. But 
the real reason that she is upset about this is that she's going to be stuck full time with the kids. <laughs> oh. And the thing is, uh, she's been, so she's been, I guess she's been saying, you know, one thing on camera, a sympathy storyline. And on the other, she's complaining to all these women. Like, what am I going to do? I'm stuck with these kids now. I've never been like a full-time hands-on mom. And I know her kids are older, but yeah, I think they're heading towards college. But she's going to be the primary, like, custodian. How old are, like, because I know one of her daughters was basically allowed to film last season because she was yeah. of age and could decide. And one was, her son was heading to college. Okay, because her husband had kept the kids away from didn't want the kids being filmed. So she yeah. had issues like her first season because of that. So does she only have two or does she have three? I lose track. She has one daughter and one son for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the other kid. If there's another kid. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> well, um, in the interest of time, so I guess it came out on camera where she was at this party crying kind of about she's going to miss her ex-husband and he means so much to her. And the women like rolled their eyes and were like, if you're annoyed about being stuck with your kid, ask for more child support if he's moving away. And that's where it hit the fan. Because mm, Kyle said that? Yeah, the women are not amused by Sutton this season uh, with that storyline. Well, so okay, that's so she, the fact. she has three kids. Okay, two girls three, and a boy? No, two boys and a girl. So, yeah. So, it's the third son. Okay, so there's the, is the youngest. Yeah. Is the one she's stuck with because that's what. She's stuck with. I love it. She's stuck yeah. with this kid. That's what I mean. That's that's where the women got annoyed with. With I'm sorry. That's where the women got annoyed with Sutton because off camera she's like, I'm not like prepared, super prepared to be a full time mom. I've never had to do. You know what I mean? Like it's always been split or whatever. And she's kind of. And then so I guess. I think it was Kyle said, well, if he's moving away and you have full custody, then you just get more child support. And it kind of burst the bubble of Sutton's storyline, which is that mm-hmm. this is emotional and not an, in, not an inconvenience, which is. So. Yeah, I guess it's just, yeah, I guess it's her youngest son is still, is still there. And he looks, I don't Yeah, because I, I heard she was, he that's. She was complaining that, like, you know, she doesn't know what to do. I don't mean she... Send them to boarding school. (laughs) That's what boarding school's for, for people in that tax bracket. Right? what to do. Right? No wonder we didn't know about him, because he's young enough. He's so young, maybe that he's not allowed to film. Well, well, that yeah, she didn't. He didn't. Her her ex-husband didn't want any of the kids to film, so they didn't. Yeah. Um, But um. yeah, send him to boarding school. Come on, like, but now, but that brings up a question: is like, well, since her husband is mo- ex husband is moving away, and and now her youngest son has to live full time with her, is does that change the filming arrangement, or does that just change? It does that just make her filming more complicated? Probably makes. I mean, it's more for her to deal with because before I think it was split custody. Yeah. If I I don't know her exact arrangement, but I mean she gets huge amounts of support. Yeah, it's I mean, very lucrative. She can afford money. a nanny. She can 
So I don't know what, I mean, I don't know, but the women are not amused by like her making this about <laughs> sympathy when it's basically like, oh, I have to think twice about going to brunch before, you know what I mean? Like off camera, she's not so sweet. That's what I hear. Don't sue so, me, Sutton. You're very rich, so and I have nothing you want. She's treating it like when you have a dog at home and you ha- you can't stay up for lunch too long because you have to go walk the dog. That's what she's treating her children like, basically. I mean, you said it. I didn't. But I don't allegedly. care. She can get, come at me. I don't care, Sutton. Whatever. That's what a lot of people yeah. do with their kids. If Sutton really wants to get at us, besides coming on the podcast, there's always an open invitation. Whether she wants to spite us or invite us to her parties or let us borrow her Bentley. I'm 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 always up for being proven wrong. You know, she can come yeah. in here and prove us wrong. I love it. We just kind of painted her as mommy dearest. I (laughs) I could see how, but we loved her in Crawford. Sutton might, yeah, Sutton might hate us after this episode, but you could show us some love. Make sure to rate, subscribe, follow, and review Pretty Corrupt Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Pretty Corrupt Podcast at Twitter. Pretty corrupt one, and you can there you can find all our personal accounts for Stacy, Nate, me, and my um, cornucopia, my myriad of personalities. So, mm-hmm. I think that's about it. Um, who wants to say goodbye?